Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. Uh, my guest today is a man named Colton Leonard. He is a father to three and a husband to one. Uh, I met Colton when my wife and I first moved to the Bulverde area about a year ago, and we started going to a church called Riverside. Uh, he actually was, if I'm not mistaken, like one of the very first people at the church that I met. Uh, my wife and I were looking to join a life group, and we got pointed in his direction and instantly became friends, um, found out that we have some really cool stuff in common. And uh, just over the past year, I've gotten to know this man a lot better, uh, see the way that he leads his family, and it's just very encouraging. And he's somebody that I consider to be one of my best friends and someone that I know will be a part of my life for the long haul. So um, he has a lot to teach. We have a lot to learn from him. And it's just been really cool to see um, how he interacts with the people in our community how he interacts with my family, but then ultimately how he um, walks through life with his family and just the way that he points them back towards Jesus, the way that he raises them in a way that um, it just instills so much discipline and faith, obedience, patience, kindness, um, all the um, fruits of the spirit. And uh, it's just been a blessing to know him and, uh, anybody that knows him knows that he's a great guy. And so for those that don't, um, I'm excited to introduce y'all to him. And the uh, conversation that we have is just awesome. Um, I took away a lot of really cool things from it. Some things that I actually uh, would like to implement into my own life and into my own marriage and also in the way that I raise my daughter. So um, I know that I took some stuff away. I'm sure you guys will. So I hope y'all enjoy. And uh, here we go. Colton, can you hear me? I can. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. Finally got all the kinks worked out. Awesome. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So uh, now that we've got all of this figured out, uh, how's your week been so far? Starting out Monday. Man, uh, so far, so good. It's been a great day. Um, you know, knocked out some work early today. Uh, got to hang out with the kiddos and do a little school. We homeschool, so helped mama out with a little bit of that. And she took them to the park uh, right now so that we'd have a quiet house so we can knock this out. And uh, yeah, man, everything's been great. That's awesome, man. Um, what uh, What's your year been like so far? I know we're only 16 days in, but um, has there been anything significantly that's happened so far? Oh, gosh, uh, man, it's been uh, it was a kind of a bumpy holiday season. And that led into kind of a bumpy start of the year, you know, um, mm -hmm. and I, I tend I tend not to be um, not that there's anything wrong with this, but I tend not to be the person that chooses to start a bunch of new things in January necessarily. Uh, but if I was that person, this would have been a bad January to do it, because I'll tell you <laughs> what, we it has just been so crazy, so sporadic and just kind of up and down quite a bit. And so uh, that's kind of what January has been like. But we're finding we're finding the groove, finding the rhythm, kind of getting back in the swing of things and, uh, you know, kind of getting back, back, uh, back, back on back in the race, back on track, huh? That's it. Yes, sir. Nice, dude. Well, hey, for anybody that knows you, man, everyone knows you're big into hunting. And so um, I know that my this this past season for me was not the most successful, um, but I know you you had a little bit of a luck. So um, how did this season go for you, man? Man, oh, hunting season. Uh, I'm a 
you know, extremely passionate outdoorsman and, um, kind of ended up teaching myself how to hunt many years ago. And, um, and in doing so just completely fell in love with it and fell in love with being out outdoors and in God's creation. And, uh, yeah, this, this year was a great year. Um, you know, was able to get on some, get on some whitetail hunts early in the season with the bow and, uh, got out and was chasing elk in Utah late, uh, mid September and uh, didn't have any success out there, but man, we saw mm. some great country. Uh, you know, it was the full, you know, pack in food, everything for seven days and, you know, uh, chase, chase those amazing animals around the mountains. And so, uh, that was incredible. Uh, I love going out West and doing that as often as I can uh, try to go every year, but, uh, that's a hard, that's hard to be away from family yeah. that long. So, but yeah, because yeah, so that's did- normally what about a 10 day hunt or so, give or take. Man, it it depends. Um, I usually will go between five and seven days because I just it's really hard for me to be gone from family uh, mm-hmm. for that much longer. Uh, it's not only hard on them, but it's hard on me as well. So usually five and seven days is my sweet spot. You know, a lot of guys will spend longer if they if they want to be successful, though. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You also shot your first Neil guy this year, right? Sure did, man. Or last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. A, a great friend from the church invited me out and uh, got out um, to a big ranch down in South Texas, uh, the Kennedy Ranch, and okay. was privileged to uh, kind of safari style hunt the uh, hunt, hunt new guy. They're an incredible animal. Um, they're an antelope species, but, uh, but man, they are huge, 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 yeah. but yeah, it was really fun, man. It came down to the wire. It was like the last hour of the hunt. We were literally yeah. driving back to the trucks and, uh, and spotted one and was able to tag one of those this year as well. So that's cool. absolute yeah. breaths. Yeah. Awesome, man. So with that, and then also, I know you had shared, uh, with me and our buddy Blake that you had the opportunity to go out with your son on his first hunt. Is that correct? That's right, man. Yeah, I got to take him out. It was his. So he's six and uh, it was he's been itching to get out and hunt with me. And so this was his kind of first official, you know, going to the deer lease there for a couple nights, you know, staying in the cabin the whole nine. And uh, and he did great. We were able to bag a couple does before the season ended uh, last weekend. And uh, and it was great. And so he did well. Well, shoot, man, I guess it's uh, a good time to be at the Leonard home because your freezers are full. Hey man, if if they are not full this time of year, we have a problem. We have a yeah. big problem. Mama, she didn't want to. She didn't want to do. She want to have anything to do with the hunting process. She didn't want to, you know, be in the blind. She didn't want to be around the camp. She's she's not interested in any of that. But she loves a full freezer full of meat. And so I try really hard every year to uh, to get at least usually four or five animals down so that because we that's eat good. on that all year long. I mean, that's the primary source of meat that we eat on. So, yeah, man, that's awesome. It's really cool just to kind of be able to have that opportunity to provide for your family by going out and doing something that you love. And so, yeah, good, man. I'll have to come over and have some of that Neil guy one day. Maybe come on, dude. I'll send I'll send some to your house, too. Let's do it. Got plenty. Well, hey, so we've already mentioned your son. We've mentioned your wife. Um, if you can go ahead and just kind of give us a little brief um, just intro into who you are and your family and kind of what you do, um, just to let those who don't know you know a little bit about you. Yeah, sure, man. Um, so I am, uh, you know, married. We've been, my wife and I've been married for, gosh, going on 12 years now or so. 
Uh, we got married young, started having babies young. And so we've got three kids between us. And so my oldest is uh, eight years old. She's a little girl. Her name is Tinley. And she is absolutely incredible. She's like the most perfect thing that God has ever created on the earth. Like That's she's awesome. just the sweetest thing in the world. And she's got daddy wrapped around every little finger there you on go. her hand. Yeah, that's a fact. And uh, and then my, uh, we also have twin six-year-olds. They're boy, girl. So I mentioned my, my son, his name is Dax. And he is a pistol. God gave him a double dose of boy in every way. And it's it's fun. It's a blast. Uh, it's challenging uh, raising boys, but I tell you what, it is uh, it's worth it. He's amazing. And so, and then my sweet Sadie girl, uh, that's his twin sister, uh, obviously also six, and she is just uh, man. The way I describe, she can be just like sweet and sour all at the same time. Man, you gotta we'll we'll uh, we'll get on the floor and we'll wrestle and we'll play around and stuff. And you gotta watch her because she'll be she'll be giggling and playing around and having a good time. And then you know if I turn my eye away too too long man she'll just like kick me or stomp me or jump you know like elbow me like flying people's elbow or whatever you know oh, yeah like yeah she's fierce and so yeah man it's a fun household so that's cool and uh what about your wife man what does she do yeah man she wrangles these kids uh that's, that's what she does she's got the hardest job of all and so uh like i said we homeschool so kids are at home throughout the day i work from home as well and so we get uh the privilege to be together a whole lot and, uh, and so she takes care of the home and she takes care of these kids. Um, and yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, that's cool, man. My, uh, my wife actually just, just recently, as of last week, got offered a position where her, her schedule is going to open up a lot more. Um, but the biggest thing is she's going to be able to work from home, which is something that she's wanted for a long time. Um, and one thing that's going to be able to do is allow her to be able to spend more time with our daughter, Remy, who currently is in daycare. Uh, we've been wanting to, to take her out, not because there's anything wrong with the daycare, but just because we want to have her home as much as possible in these years. So these first few years and, you know, being able to do that is a, a true blessing. But I also know, hey, I'm not the one that's going to be home with her all day. And so my wife not only hmm. has her job, but she has a full time job of being mom as well. And yeah, yeah more. That's a tough to, one, man. Yeah. More yeah, blessings dude. Well, to the women and men who stay home and watch their kids. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is such a gift and it is yet such a challenge at the same time. And so, uh, all I can one, congratulations to your wife that that's yeah. official and that's incredible. Uh, and then two, man, all I can say is, you know, be there for, you know, hang in, hang in tight. Cause it, it, it gets hard. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've experienced that, a few things, but I know that, that it's the start of the long ride. So yeah, it'll be good. Well, hey man, that's cool. I'm 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 happy to hear about your kids and your wife and everything there is kind of is running smoothly, quote unquote. But you know, obviously mm-hmm. each day has its own trials. But you know, the podcast today um, is really about um, just diving into who you are. Um, you know, I I know you. It's funny when I think about when I think about Colton. Um, one word that pops into my head is strength. And mm-hmm. you know, anybody that knows you. Uh, knows off the bat physically, like that is true. Uh, you love to work out. Um, you know, you have an athletic background and kind of what you do for your main job has a lot to do with just being strong, you know, both physically and mentally. And, and, um, I think that the way you lead your family, um, the way that I, I've, I've seen you with your wife and with your kids and the conversations that we've had, I think just exude strength, um, not mm. only, <clears throat> in the way that you wrestle around with your kids, but the way that you uh, step in front of anything that could 
could be potentially harmful to them. And I think that's awesome. And yeah, man, I just, I just, I, I think strength, man, when I think of you. And so that's my opinion. Um, mm. but, um, I would really love for you to dive a little bit deeper into who you are and how life in general has gotten you into the place that you are today. Mm. Yeah, man. Happy to. Well, number one, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, that's a, a, a great encouragement and I received that. So thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Um, and really, honestly, that's a great jumping off point for some of my backstory. Um, you know, growing up, uh, it was, uh, difficult to say the least. I came from a household where, uh, drugs and alcohol were rampant and it, you know, from the time I was, you know, call it 12, 13 years old, uh, I was really kind of taking care of the house and taking care of mom and dad. And, uh, there was a lot of mental illness associated with that and just, you know, when I say all those things, it was the worst of all those things kind of all meld up into one. Um, and that was in, in, you know, unfortunately, my mom and my dad both struggled with those things. And yeah. so uh, and honestly, man, you know, as like I said, you alluded to being strong, like I saw in my father um, a lot of of weakness. Uh, I saw the ways in which he uh, could not, you know, control, uh, control the alcohol. Um, I saw the ways in which he could not help my mom with her addiction um, and the ways in which he, you know, didn't take care of fi the finances and the way that those things were abused and lost and um, the trouble that, you know, they got into um, overall and the way he he kind of he fell short in some ways. And and hear me say it uh, from the get go that I am I'm thankful for my dad. I'm thankful for my past. I'm thankful for my mom. Uh, I love them dearly. And unfortunately, they're both gone now. Um, you know, mm. that that type of a lifestyle can only last so long. And uh, I buried them both at a really young age. And that was really unfortunate. But um, but it is true that, you know, I, I grew up and I, I saw just a lot of, of my dad's uh, shortcomings. And, you know, the, the one thing that as as I've grown up and to be a man and, you know, uh, marry my beautiful wife, we've been dating since we were 13, 14 years old. She was incredible. She would kind of swoop in and I could, when things got bad at my house, I could go stay at her house and her family was incredibly generous to allow something like that. Some punk little 14 year old kid, hmm. you know, sleep on all the, on the couch or on the floor in the, the front room or whatever, you know, um, but they were there for me and they kind of modeled, um, you know, uh, a healthy family in, in a lot of ways. And um, I knew that I wanted that as I grew up and, and became older and I, I knew that the thing I wanted out of this life was uh, a healthy family. And, yeah. you know, when I think back, when I, you know, went to college and, you know, when I was playing football and all the things like I did not, I, and I still, even to this day, like you asked me, Hey, you know, some people wake up one day when they're, you know, 15, 16 years old or earlier. And they're like, Hey, I want to be an engineer or I want to be a doctor or I want to be this or that or whatever. And honestly, like, man, I've, I've never had really that sort of, uh, like deep feeling about a certain career or path or anything like that. The thing that I knew for a fact though, was that I wanted a healthy family and I wanted to raise a healthy family and I was going to work my tail off to do that. And so, you know, I, uh, I learned a lot from that upbringing, um, a lot of what I didn't want to do and what a healthy family wasn't. And so, you know, again, you, you know, you talked about, talked about strength in a lot of ways, like, uh, it was trying to not be, uh, not, not be weak, not fail, not do any of that stuff growing up. Um, and in my early years of raising my family, it was all kind of the opposite. It was all like, Hey, I can't be weak. So I have to be strong. Um, and honestly, man, that, 
and we'll get, you know, I, I won't go here now, but I'll just touch on it briefly that like, that's really an intro to my like testament that, that my testimony of how God got into my life and how he shook things up is, man, I was so busy trying to be the strongest guy in the room or, you know, the strongest guy, both physically and, you know, mentally, emotionally, all, whatever, all the things, um, man, that you just, it just doesn't work very long. Eventually you run into things you can't handle. And, uh, and that's where really, man, I would say like, I, I try not to, I try, I try to play on just being a big, strong guy. And by saying like, Hey man, the number one thing I can do to be a big, strong guy is like surrender my life to Jesus and wow. surrender each and every day to Jesus. Like that's how I can be strong because I, I can't take this on by myself. Like I can't lift the way to sin. I can't lift the way to death, you know? Uh, but Jesus can, you know, we know that. And so, so yeah, man, sorry, sorry, a little bit of a ramble, but, uh, but no, maybe it gives good, a little dude. bit of insight me, of, uh, multiple factors. So giving me goosebumps over here. <laughs> that's awesome yeah and i think i think that um you know strength can be interpreted in a lot of different ways and as i had mentioned earlier you know physically obviously i think that goes without saying but just <clears throat> one thing that i've picked up from you and something you've alluded to in your story is is you in, in my opinion and i think in the opinion of everybody that knows you uh mentally man you are a beast. Um, spiritually, I think that you are a beast and whether or not that's something that you believe in yourself or you, um, <clears throat> don't, you know, I think that the people around you get that from you. And a lot of that I think has to do with the way that you handle situations, the way that you are very disciplined and the way that, you know, I think you and I, and Blake talked about it uh, a week or two ago, you know, when you set your mind to something, you do it. You don't like to make excuses. You don't like to back out of it. You're a man of commitment and ownership. And um, man, those are all, all really good things. But like you mentioned as well, those are nothing without um, Christ's help. And I think that he puts, he puts those characteristics and those traits in you and those values in you to mm -hmm. make you into the man that you are. And I think a lot of, at, at least, at least for me, I think a huge component of strength is also understanding that, you know, you have weaknesses. Now, how, how can you um, make those weaknesses into strength? Well, that's by um, relying on the Lord to be that strength for you. And I think you hitting on that is just perfect. And so, um, you know, this podcast is about fatherhood. You know, I want to talk about how our lives have impacted the way that we raise our kids. And, um, you know, I've seen it firsthand. Um, a lot of people have, and, and, um, it's just a really cool thing to see how, who you are has, has impacted, um, the way that you raise your kids. And so, um, just so that we can kind of get, you know, some background into this, you know, you've already shared a little bit about your story. You shared about some of the things that you've struggled with, leading up to where you are now. Um, but how would you say those situations and, and those things that you've gone through um, have had an impact on the way that you raise your kids? Because, you know, you, you talk about, hey, I, I learned this from my dad. I don't want to bring that into my life. I want to do something differently. Um, I saw this from my mom. I want to make sure that my kids have, you know, something different. Um, so what does that look like now that you've ra you're raising three kids? I mean, does that come into play at all uh, in the household? Yeah, gosh, I think it's uh, comes into play every day uh, and every hour and, you know, every moment, honestly, mm -hmm. um, you know, the like I said, the the thing that my 
family life and upbringing did was it put me on a path towards uh, a greater purpose. And that was a healthy family. Like that is the, that is, that was my, that was my trajectory. Like that was my, that was the thing I knew that I I wanted in life. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, you know, engaging with the kids on a day-to-day basis, um, learning to have patience, you know, I now being a father of uh, being a father myself, you know, when I look at them, I just look and think like, man, there's nothing I would not do for them. Yeah. Like there, and, and, and hear me, uh, hear me when I say that I believe depression and, mental illness are real things. You can't just like bootstrap your way out of those, you know, alcoholism and addiction are real chemical imbalances. And there are, are, that is a great uphill journey for anyone to, to overcome. And so I'm not belittling those things, but at the same time, being a father, like when I think back now, like I look at my kids and I'm like, yeah, like there's no mountain I wouldn't climb. There's no fight. I wouldn't bring the best of me to. And, um, and there's no, you know, whether that be addiction or that would be, you know, anything that's looking or seeking to get in the way of uh, being the, my very best for my family and my kids, man, I'm gonna bring the fight to that. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go to war with that thing. And, uh, and we know, like, you know, God can do all things to those who love him for those who love him. He strengthens everyone. And so he can, he can, he can give you that strength if you're putting your trust in the right places and he can give you the tools and the resources to, to fight that battle, you know, whatever you battle, you may be fighting. And so, man, that's, that's really the, uh, that's really the, maybe the thing that I have learned and that I've been applying is like, you know, there are, there are real things that stand to get into the way of our families on a day-to-day basis. Um, and they try to, they try to find their way in through our spouses, through our wives, through their, uh, maybe their challenges or their emotions or whatever the case may be, they'll try to find our their way in through our lives, whether that be through lust or you know through detractions or through work or career paths or all these things. And you know, at the end of the day, um, man, it's it's about you and your relationship with Jesus. When you get that right, you can't. It's almost like you can't help but get it right with family. In addition to that, and man, you get those two dominoes knocked down, and everything else in your life seems to seems to feel a little bit smoother, a little easier sometimes. Yeah. It's almost crazy, you know, being, you know, both of us being men of faith, I, I look back on certain things that I've gone through um, both as a single man um, now married and now also a father. And I, I I'm like, how in the world could I have ever gotten through this, you know, without having, you know, Jesus on my side, no. Um, I think I think the the mentality of being able to surrender it to him and know that, hey, you know what, like life is tough, life is hard, and there's there's going to be curveballs thrown at us and I'm not going to know how to respond, but I can find peace and rest in knowing that I don't have to do this alone. Um, I've got men next to me. I've got other fathers who are willing to go through go to battle with me. And then I've also got God who's who's sitting there in my corner saying, all right, you know, what's next? Let's go. Let's handle it. And so um it just to me it brings a sense of comfort and i know i've mentioned that to you before um just this idea that uh it is very comforting knowing that whatever we go into um we're not alone and you know it doesn't mean that that god is is just going to wrap everything up take everything away and not give us these these hardships but what it does mean in my opinion at least is that um man god already knows what's going to happen he's already there and we can you know, find rest knowing that the outcome or whatever we go through is not too big for him. Um, and, uh, um, he's going to guide us through the entire way. And so it's almost silly to think, you know, I look back and like, why did I, 
why did I not go to God for this? Or, you know, why did I choose to try to handle this on my own? Because um, it did not go as expected. So um, that's cool, man. It's cool to hear that that's your mindset. And that's kind of how you tend to face, um, you know, struggles or adversity. And I know that your kids and I know that your wife appreciate that. And um, yeah, I know they're going to benefit by having a dad who is, um, you know, focused on doing things according to God's will and God's purpose. So yeah. um, amen. How, how do you feel like being a dad and having that mentality where I'm going to do everything I can to protect my kids, no matter what the cost. Um, how do you feel like that has played into your role of being a husband? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, there's a, there's an order in which uh, you have to prioritize your relationships, right? We talked about a second ago. Number one, it's a relationship with God. Uh, number two in my life is my relationship with my wife. And so, um, although in practice, this is a lot harder, uh, mm -hmm. than it is to just simply say it out loud, um, for the both of us that, you know, in it, it feels natural that, you know, throughout a week when things get busy, it's like the week kind of revolves around like what's going on with the kids, um, in a lot of ways, like what activities are we doing right now in this season? You know, where are we taking them? How are we having fun as a family? You know, um, all, all the things like when you, when you start having multiple kids and they're in that kind of activity, starting sports and doing things and blowing and going, like we're just cresting into that season of our lives you know, it's, it gets difficult because a lot of things revolve around them. But uh, I would say that you have to protect your marriage first. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you're only going to have your kids with you for so long and then they gotta, they gotta go off and they gotta figure some things out on their own, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the, one of the harder parts of that journey, um, you know, like I said, after prioritizing your wife is when it comes to the kids, man, like we have to remember that they're not, they're not just our kids. Like those are like, those are, God's kids, you know, yeah. and, uh, and that they are gifts to us to steward and to grow and to help raise up to pursue and chase after him as well. And, uh, and a little bit to kind of what you said earlier, you know, having a certain level of peace, like to me, that's really difficult to do, but it also does bring a lot of peace when I'm in a healthy mindset and can do it. Um, yeah. because it's like, man, all I can do is give them my absolute best. And on some days that's going to be, that's going to be good. And some days that's going to be you know, middle of the road. And some days that's going to be pretty poor. Like I've, I've yelled at my kids. I have done things in front of my kids that I'm really embarrassed about and that ashamed about. And, um, I've had to apologize to my kids, like apologizing to a three, four five year old, six year old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, but that, that really matters. And to show them that, Hey man, look, dad does not have it all figured out. Um, and as a matter of fact, you know, I had a good friend share this word with me a few weeks ago and it just stuck with me. And he said, when it comes to parenting, like stop trying to parent your kids and remember that you both are being fathered by God, mm -hmm. that you're both like, you're also brothers and sisters in Christ and you're both just on different places of the journey, you know, mm -hmm. um, and that the kids have been probably some of the, they, they have been the most sanctifying part of my life and my, my walk with Jesus is having kids. Cause there's never been a greater time where I've had to be more selfless or be more compassionate or empathetic or be more patient. That's, that's a fact, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, it has just, it has had me, it has taken me deeper with Jesus and having to like f exercise and flex those muscles in such hard ways. Um, 
you know, and, and it's, it's made me, it's made me better all the way around. So. Dang, man. That's awesome. That's a good word there. How do you, uh, uh, you and, um, Jess feel about the way that you guys parent? And that's kind of a weird question. So let me maybe preface it by saying going into parenthood, did y'all have the same opinions on how you wanted to raise kids? Yeah, that is a fun question. So, <laughs> Uh, going into it, I don't know that either one of us knew what we were doing. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know that we had an opinion or not, you know? Um, I think both of us at the time, if you'd asked, you know, 22 year old Colton or whatever and 22 year old Jessica, Hey, like, what are your plans for parenting? Um, you know, we, we talked about morals and values and having a disciplined household that respects each other and has fun and, you know, goes on adventures and stuff. And I think that a lot of that still reigns true. Um, and with my girls, they're very kind of like tried and true, like reward and punishment method just works really well. Like it's just a normal, like, Hey, you, you do good you get rewards. And you know, when you slip up, there are consequences for that. Mm -hmm. You know, we take things away or whatever the case may be. Right. And, and that has always worked really, really good for the girls. It's real simple, real straightforward. And we just kind of hold, hold the line and we stand in the gap on that, you know, uh, with my son. And this is probably why I, you know, my son makes us question whether or not we know anything about parenting whatsoever, (laughs) probably every day. And, and I, I love it about him. The dude is just, he's a fighter and he's intense and he's loud and he's just done plenty of games and he doesn't take any BS from anybody, including his parents, honestly, (laughs) you know, so we're trying to teach him how to hone that into, uh, into a healthy way and, uh, and not just, you know, him being a, a a tyrant because you know he wants what he wants and he's gonna he's gonna complain and fuss and fight about it all the time until he gets what he wants and so we stand in the gap on that and we push back hard and it's a it's an uphill battle you know we're not going to uh to roll over and play dead and uh, as parents we're gonna stand in there and we're here to raise him right and do it well and at the same time we want to be empathetic and kind and gentle and not you know bring our kids to anger and frustration and so we just uh we try to try to hold that tension and hold that balance between you know being there for them being empathetic and compassionate you know holding that relationship well and stewarding that relationship well and also holding the line of like hey this is you know this is not going to help you you know, learn how to be a good person one day. This is not mm-hmm. going to make you, you know, when you hit your sisters, there's a big consequence for that. Yeah. You know, that's not, that's not going to stand in the Leonard household. And, uh, and there's just no, there's no kind of like flex for when you're going to hit a girl. You know, that's something big for me, right. With him, just in this little example, it's like, yeah, man, you're just not gonna, like, we're not going to weasel our way out of that one. Dad's not going to back down from it. And we're going to, we're going to dish out the consequence, you know? So, yeah. um, and, and in that example, at the same time, trying to read between the lines and be like, okay, well, like what brought him to that place of wanting to be physical with his sister? Why was he so angry that he got there? Did she do something on the front end? Did she, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so trying to ask all those questions. So, yeah, man, we're honestly, we're still trying to figure it out. You know, we don't have all the answers. Uh, we're just trying to do our best and give our best for our kids. And man, we ask for wisdom every day. You know, in James, it says, you know, if you ask for wisdom, God will give it to you. And uh, and man, I'm asking, I'm asking hard. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope he delivers and yeah, continues to deliver. Both, brother. Yep. That's cool. So um, if you 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 hit on a little bit about um, certain things that you're trying to instill in both your daughters and your son, I think those look differently because obviously one's a boy, two are a girl. And um, but is there something that overall you would say um, 
as a Leonard household, these are the things that we're going to try to implement. These are the things we're going to try to raise you up to be. Is there something that's kind of universal amongst all three of your kids? Yeah, man. I mean, I think the, the I think humility, you know, not thinking greater of yourself than you ought to, uh, being willing to do the dirty jobs, um, especially for other people, that's really important to us. Mm-hmm. And and grace is really important. You know, making sure that you're seeing the best in someone first, um, making sure that you are putting them first and that even when people get it wrong around you, um, that when they mess up or they screw up or they're they're unkind or they're just not not their best that day to extend grace in that and just to trust that they have Mm -hmm. the best intent, you know, Um, and that those those are things that are just really, really important to us. And we partner all that with just a a good worth at work ethic. Um, Jessica and I both pride ourselves for having put ourselves through school, um, college and everything else. And, you know, having to, you know, at one point in time I had to work three jobs just to survive. And, you know, and I was in the engineering program at Texas A&M at the same time. And it was, it was really difficult. It was a really yeah. challenging site season of my life, but we want them, uh, we want them to experience hardship and failure so that they can learn from that. And we want them to build up that resiliency and that ability to, to work hard and, um, to outwork, you know, the competition when you need to, um, and really just outwork your outwork yourself and your own standards, you know? So. Dang, man. Yeah. Those kids are on the right track. That's for sure. Listening to you talk it, man, it motivates me to, to want to, um, raise Remy in a very similar way. I mean, I think all kids are different, um, and it's going to look different, but listening to the way that you, you are raising you and Jess are both raising your kids. It, it's really giving me a lot to think about and chew on about, you know, what are the things that I want to make priority in my household and, and how do I want to lead Remy and lead Taylor in a way that all of us are focused around one center goal, which is pursuing Christ and pursuing what he has for us. And um, yeah, I just want you to hear it from me, man. You are doing an awesome job. Um, I love watching you father. I love watching you lead. And um, it's just cool getting to, to be a part of your life and, there's a lot to learn from you. And I hope that, that other people can see that. I'm pretty sure that they do. And uh, it's just cool, man. I'm excited to see what the Lord has for you and your family in the future. Um, Thank you, man. I greatly appreciate that. And I've been, uh, I'm so encouraged by that, by that message. So thank you. And, uh, and I've been really encouraged and inspired by you, man, and your willingness to, to get in and go deep and go hard and chase after God and chase after your family. Um, I see that in you as well. And so I'm incredibly inspired by that and really thankful to have a man like you in my friend circle and in our community. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. It's life together is important. You know, I think Dietrich Bonhoeffer hits that on his book in called life together, (laughs) but uh, it is important and it is almost a necessity, if not is a necessity um, for believers to come together in community and, and do life together. Cause there's a bunch to learn. And I think that you are exemplifying that. And, um, yeah, like I said, man, I'm excited for you and your family. Uh, there's two things, uh, wrapping up. I know, like you said, you have a hard stop time. So, um, there's, there's two things. One, this is the second thing I want you to kind of, if you can think about this while you're answering the first one, but, um, what is one piece of advice as a father that you'd like to share to other fathers? Um, And then while you're thinking about that, the question I have for you is what is one thing that fatherhood um, has taught you? And uh, fatherhood has taught me uh, a new level of selflessness. You know, I will often 
when I share my story, it's like as when you growing up, like it's all about you. You gotta just mm-hmm. take care of yourself and you know, handle business. And that's just kind of how it is. Like, but you have a lot of your own time. And then as you go through these different stages in life, you become married and you have your first kid, then you have your second kid, or you you do it like I did, which went from one kid to three kids, you mm-hmm. know, all at once, which was yeah. a lot. Um, you know, but whatever, whatever those kind of stages are for you, um, they always come with the needing of there to be less of you and more of everyone else. Like you have to give, uh, you have to give more time and more energy and more effort to everyone else than you have kind of reserved for yourself. And I, I truly believe like for a man to be fully healthy, he has to honor, uh, his desires and his things and the things that he wants in his space and his time. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my, you know, my wife and I, we try to prioritize that in her world as well. It's really important to her that she has some of her personal time too, as mm-hmm. much time as she gets with the kids. Um, and so I believe that to be true. Uh, but at the same time, like it has called me to be more and more selfless at every stage. And I really think that that has, um, that has been a way in which, um, I've grown in fatherhood and had to grow as a person and it's, it gets easier. Um, but it starts, um, it, it started off really hard, you know, man, yeah. I remember just the simplest of things. Tinley was screaming as a baby one night and Jessica was gone somewhere getting some personal time. And I had her and I had just got home from a hard day of work. And all I want to do was have a meal. Like I just wanted, I enjoy a nice dinner. I kind of like enjoy my meal. Like that's a special time for me. I don't know. I love food. What I don't know what to say, but uh, <laughs> like all I wanted to do was enjoy that meal. And I couldn't even do that because Tinley was like screaming her head off at me, mm. you know? And, you know, I look and think about today you know, man, I take, I take cold showers every day, more or less. And yeah. we, I mean, we up, upgraded our hot water here and everything, but man, by the time I, all the kids and mama and everybody's gotten run, run through the hot water uh, or run through the showers and stuff, man, dad's got a cold shower, but you know what? It just kind of is what it is and I'm okay yeah. with it. And so it's just kind of a, a training ground for that. So, Sweet. and then, all right, ask your first question again. It was yeah, one piece so, of advice. Yeah. So what was what's one piece of advice that you'd like to share? My brother kind of coined it last episode, a golden nugget. So like what's yeah. your what's your nugget of advice? Um, looking back on what you've learned that you would like to share to the other guys that are listening. Yeah. Um, man, I'm gonna I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of gonna flip the script a little bit on you. Okay. And I'm gonna go because I, I believe if you take care of your marriage. Mm-hmm. you will take care of your family. Like mm-hmm. a healthy mom, healthy dad, healthy husband, health, healthy wife is going to raise healthy kids. Yeah. I believe that to be true. Um, so I'm going to lay on a little piece of marriage advice because this is the first thing that came to mind. And I think okay. it's valuable. Um, man, try to, if you're married, you know, try to out serve each other each and every day. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, try to out serve your wife. And if you're trying to out serve her, by taking care of her, looking out for her needs, you know, putting her first and foremost in everything that you do, really, really trying to stress that in your life. And if she is also doing that for you, and you guys are almost like competing to outserve each other and put each other first, man, you guys are going to take really good care of each other. And you're going to be able to see in the other person what they need. And if you're looking out for her, because you've got her back, but she's looking out for you because she's got your back. Well, then like y'all are, y'all are going to be covered and you're going to be taken care of. And man, that, 
you know, when my wife and I are working through a healthy season really well, and we're doing that well, it's, it's not always easy, but when, uh, when we are there, uh, man, it really feels like we are just jiving as a whole family unit and we're taking care of the kids well. And, you know, we're, we're, we're bringing our best version of ourselves to the kids and that's what they need from us as parents. So yeah, that'd be my golden nugget for the day, man. Heck yeah, dude. That was awesome. Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that. And I now that you say that, I'm starting to think it was you that I heard it from. But I did mention something to Taylor last week. I said, you know, I heard something really interesting the other day that to be a successful father, you need to be a successful husband. And I yep. think that you explained that very well just now. And um, man, thank you for that advice. And I'm sure it's going to go a long way with everyone listening. Um, but Hey, Colton, thanks a lot for getting on this podcast. Thanks for your time. Um, and your words of wisdom. Thanks for opening up dude and being vulnerable. Um, I love having conversations with you. I love sitting down, picking your brain. And then I also just love the fact that you're, um, willing to challenge me as well. And, uh, you and I've had some great talks and you really put a lot on my mind and caused me to think of how to do life better and what it looks like to pursue Taylor and to pursue Remy and to pursue God um, the appropriate way. So thank you for your time, man. Thanks for your friendship. And, um, on closing, I've got one question for you. Uh, have you heard of that new movie constipation? (laughs) I, uh, I have not heard of the movie constipation. Yeah. Well, it hasn't come out yet. So, uh, I get it. Dad joke for the win. Dad joke for the close. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Take care.